0: On this week's episode, does Top Gun Maverick feel the need for speed? Thor Love and Thunder shows off their villain, and it's a streaming battle between Stranger Things and Kenobi. All this and more as we reach our next stop, the PCC Multiverse. See multiverse. This is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source as TJ Johnson, my co host today. It's actually doing the You Can't See Me from John Cena. Plus, if you can like, share, <laughs> subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos on Facebook, where we are the number one tabletop RPG streamer out there on Facebook, plus also popculturecosmos.com. And of course, we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every day right there at Pop Culture Cosmos. And boy, is there a ton of stuff this week in Pop Culture. Yes. But if you could support all of that, like, share, subscribe, follow, and do whatever you can to support us, it is sincerely appreciated. But it wouldn't be a PCC Multiverse without a good friend and sitting in for Melinda, who I hope will feel better. She hopes she's on the mend. She's out this week, but stepping in is a good man indeed. He is our man. That's out there into Dig on America. Also, his show's voice (laughs) in the underground. And, of course, his many appearances here and the Lakers' fast break. It is my good friend, indeed. It is a man who knows his pop culture in and out. It is. (laughs) TJ Johnson and TJ, great to have you back again, my friend. Thank you, Yes, but I still think you need to sue the coffee makers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so for, for, for everybody wondering, we were supposed to do a show together. Uh, a couple nights ago, and I get in from my, uh, I work a gazillion jobs, so I get in from my my last job, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a cup and get a cup of coffee, he's like, I can't be on for like another hour, okay, I get a cup of coffee, and, uh, you know, I'll catch you when you get on. Yeah, about 30 minutes into that cup of coffee, I was out, so I'm not going to put that coffee on blast, because that's just not my style, Okay, but I will say, it rhymes with Holger's, (laughs) <laughs> and it just didn't fill my
0: cup. <laughs> holders in your cup. I, I, didn't, I
1: didn't say. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to slogan, but I'm just yeah. saying it rhymes with holders. Okay. And it, it didn't fill my. It didn't fill my cup. Let's just put it that way.
0: No worries. No worries. No worries. But glad to have you here, my friend. We've got Absolutely. a ton of things to talk about on this Memorial Day weekend here in America. For everyone listening around the world, it is Memorial Day weekend coming up here. It's going to be a great one indeed, but my gosh, there was there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there is yeah. a lot of heavyweight stuff. It's not just little stuff. If there's any little stuff out there, you're going to see it on the Pop Culture Cosmos Facebook page and also as well game stores. They'll cover it for you on some of the other items this week because there's heavyweights. It's a heavyweight championship fight this weekend at the box office, also as well at the streaming outlets and on youtube with trailers because we got a ton of things to talk about including again the heavyweight battle in the streaming world between netflix and disney plus as stranger things season four part one hits on netflix plus star wars kenobi as part of star wars celebration that hits on disney plus right there so you got netflix versus disney plus that we're going to talk about on the back end of the show And then you've got a trailer mashup also as well. Not only did Thor Love and Thunder show off their villain, Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, and we'll talk more about that coming up. Not only did Netflix drop the Gray Man trailer with Ryan Grosling and Chris Evans and that weird Caterpillar stash that he has, so we'll talk about that (laughs) coming up as well. But Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. And guess what? Tom Cruise is running. What a surprise.
1: (laughs) Surprise, surprise.
0: But the big question is, why did it come out now? Because it's Hmm. a movie that's coming out July 2023. So I'm talking about that with TJ, and he's going to theorize why they had this nerve to go ahead and showcase it out on such a busy week. And that's coming up later on in the program as well. But first, my friend, it is the weekend at the box office. It's been okay for the month of May with Dr. Strange. I talked about on the last episode is probably gonna be right around a billion dollars. It's uh, not gonna quite make yeah. not gonna quite make a billion dollars, which I don't know if that's gonna be a big success for Disney or not because I'm sure they were expecting a little bit bigger things from their first week in May movie. Mm-hmm. But it's been okay at the box office. But heading into what we think is a going to be a great Memorial Day weekend, a lot of people are excited. Theater owners were excited because I will tell you earlier this month at CinemaCon, they got a chance to see Top Gun: Maverick, and Top mm-hmm. Gun: Maverick wowed them. And then the critics came out with their thoughts on it, and the reviews yeah. came out, and it's holding at a really 96. solid. Yeah, ninety-six Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and an eighty overall score in metacritic which for a big budget action blockbuster is a tremendous score yes so we have that on the plate with tom cruise returning to the role what 30 some odd years later and it does showcase a couple of familiar faces val Kilmer returns glad he's able to go in and be around for that after his health issues yes but it showcases a lot of younger new talent that in Miles Teller and others that are going to be part of this as well. So I want to hear your thoughts my friend on Top Gun Maverick. This is expected to do really really well at the box office. People are talking about domestically here maybe 120, 130 million dollars, possibly even more. I want to hear your thoughts about this weekend for Top Gun Maverick.
1: I think it's going to be a huge weekend for Top Gun Maverick. I mean Let's 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 keep it all the way a buck, right? Everything old is new again. Everybody's looking for that that nostalgic feeling while still feeling like this is a, a world that it could be lived in and and you can take your your father, your mother to go enjoy this film because these are gonna be characters that they're familiar with these are going to be stories that they're relatively familiar with at least they know the backstory to it so you can go in and join it and this is still going to be great for the younger generation because you have this these graphics and these visuals that are just breathtaking and looking at the trailer for top gun maverick i i have to admit i was never a huge top gun fan obviously we all
0: all know that
1: we all know the theme song so we we know the feeling you're supposed to have right watching these movies but watching this trailer and i don't know what it is about tom cruise whoever he has that puts together his trailers or puts together his 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 sizzle reels whatever the case may be these guys are incredible because every time i see a tom cruise trailer I want to go see that movie, even if I've never seen the movie before. It took me to Mission Impossible 4 to really get into Mission Impossible. But once I watched that trailer, it was just like, I've got to see everything. And now I have to know. It looks... Phenomenal. Obviously, as Gerald mentioned earlier, 96 on uh, Rotten Tomato, 80 on Metacritic, uh, apparently people are really enjoying this film. Now, what I hesitate to say with that is because a lot of times when Rotten Tomato does well with the film, the general audience doesn't seem to like it as much as Rotten Tomato does. It seems to be vice versa. When Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like it, the general audience seems to like it even more. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there is a nice general consensus with this one and that people actually enjoy it as much as Rotten Tomato has rated it relatively high. I know personally it looks really good for me. I'm excited to see Tom Cruise, and as Gerald said, I'm very, very encouraged to see Val Kilmer have a part in this movie still. Obviously, Val Kilmer was a big part in the the previous Top Gun films, so uh, it's exciting to see Val Kilmer still finding a way to be a part of this film, in spite of the health issues that he's going through, and obviously uh, our prayers continue to go out to him and hope that he continues to to mend and get better and, and move forward in life. But it's awesome to see that he's still doing it. Him, Val Kilmer, that these guys are still doing it 30 years later. And that, for whatever reason, Tom Cruise just won't stop. <laughs> he, just, he won't
0: stop running. He won't stop, we'll well, talk. He
1: won't stop running. He won't well, we'll stop talk about that later, moving. Yeah. He won't stop doing action uh, scenes. I mean, he runs
0: on top of the jet.
1: That would be this. pretty sweet. If he could like get out, run on the jet, jump off of it, land onto another jet, that'd be sweet. that'd be sweet we need to talk to we need to talk to paramount about that but yes it looks incredible i'm very excited to see it and i i couldn't say that before i remember when i finally did get a chance to watch top gun well again it was it was fun it just wasn't anything that was like oh this is i have to see another top gun like i I didn't have that feeling i'd be lying to you if i said i did watching this trailer makes me want to see top gun it really really does
0: i agree with you on that it's something where the first one Thirty over thirty years ago, to <laughs> me was corny. It, to me, it was a lot like Karate Kid. When I yeah. saw it back in that era, in that day, even I knew it was corny filmmaking, and I didn't <laughs> like either that or the Karate Kid. But mm-hmm. flash forward thirty years later, I am a huge supporter of the series. Yeah, as far as Cobra Kai is concerned, that is tremendous, tremendous television, and has really just been so, so just awesome for for watching it and I cannot wait till later this year on Netflix. But when it comes to Top Gun Maverick, I'm excited for it as well. The look, the feel. Yeah. I know everybody in the family is excited for it. I know they're pushing imax out the window for this you know just people are just excited for it. but i know the studio and everybody's like well you got to go ahead and see it on imax imax IMAX." of so course of course ev- everybody's trying to go ahead and push imax so we're gonna go let's see if we can get some good numbers from imax because it's really the way it was shot and obviously the scenic views and the accelerating speed so maybe that will go ahead and and spice things up as far as for imax theaters and whatnot but when it comes to val kilmer I know this is going to make you laugh here, but I know throughout my life, especially in my 20s and, and 30s, I was often asked or people would come up to me and tap me on the show and say, "Is it, are you Val Kilmer? Are you Val Kilmer? A lot of people for some reason. I can see it. I, I don't know how. I. Everybody says that. I can that. see it now. I, I, don't, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know why. Everybody says, but then I would always tell them, you know what, I'm not him, and unfortunately, I don't have his paycheck.
1: yeah i I can see that i used to get mistaken for jay-z i don't know
0: but unfortunately you don't have his paycheck no
1: no doubt his paycheck yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) or his significant other
1: yes nope i got better
0: yes there you go i got nice nice. i don't
1: need a significant other i got better yes yes (laughs)
0: yes yes. (laughs)
1: put a ring on it i got better
0: um Oh yes, I need to go ahead and put that into a clip and there send that to you. Yes, there, you, you that. there you go. There you go. That was unscripted. Anytime, anytime, <laughs> the, anytime the, the missus gets mad at you, just you just play this. yeah, yeah just play it. Yeah, wait, honey,
1: no, yeah. no, look what I said. Look what I said right here. There you I said you go. it. There you go. It. Go. <laughs> go. It's right there, right there, live for the
0: world to take in. But, for the world to see. But it is Top Gun: Maverick. It is expected to do big numbers. It is something that could very well continue this momentum towards going back to the theaters. I'm not going to say by any stretch of the imagination that we're back 100% the way it was in 2019, but no. this is a step in the right direction. Spider-Man No Way Home brought in $1.85 billion. Doctor Strange is going to do $900, $950 million in that range. And then Top Gun, if that can get another 600 800000000 million, Possibly even more, which is not out of the realm of possibility. If it has legs, that's the only thing, though, because coming up in the not too distant future, you've got, you Jurassic got some bangers,
1: World. boy. Yeah,
0: you've got <laughs> Jurassic World, you've got The Rise of Gru, you've got yep. so many other movies that are coming out in the not too distant future, back to back to back to back. And we'll talk about another movie that's coming out here in a bit in The Gray Man, that's also coming out for a week in theaters, which will take some of the box office, but. For right now, it is Top Gun Maverick. And I know you're excited about it, mm-hmm. but I, and I'm excited about it. And this play on nostalgia, I think ever since the 2000s, this mm-hmm. play on nostalgia, I think, especially for the love for the 80s and 90s that we that we have as a society, I mm-hmm. think that has been hit or miss, as you and I have seen. But I think for once that this play on nostalgia and the 1980s is a really big hit and I think it's really gonna do well for Paramount.
1: I think so too. And I I think, truth be told, though the, the world that we live in, the microcosm that we're in right now is really going to play a big part in that because a lot of times people always have this yearning for simpler times, yearning for when you could go outside and play in the front yard and not have to worry about uh, your kids. Your neighbors will be able to look after your kids, too. If your neighbor has seen something, they would go in and help. Nowadays, if your neighbor see something, they'll grab the phone and record it before they go and call, get for help. You know, it, it's, it's a different day and age, and a lot of times you'll find people, especially the, the boomer generation, even the, some of the Gen Xers, as a Gen Xer, look back so fondly on the 80s, the 90s. I was born in 84, so I didn't know the 80s like that. I grew up predominantly in the 90s, if you will. But you look back at those decades, you look back at those generations, and you remember the simpler times, and you enjoy the simpler times. So a lot of times we attach emotions with memories, and a lot of times we attach this time period with nostalgia with the nostalgia that we have so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing it just because again it could be a very very simple simple movie um it doesn't have to be so all over the place let's just keep it simple enjoy it for what it is a popcorn film and just one that you know the whole family like you said the whole family can enjoy i'm looking i am looking forward to it. it's gonna be a simple film and i i'm, I'm here for it I'm here Absolutely. for it.
0: Absolutely, Tom Cruise smirking at you for two hours. There <laughs> you go. He's looking for a wingman. Yeah. Oh, there you go, TJ. You're gonna be the next wingman. There you go. Hey,
1: look, man, don't tempt me, bro. I used to All want right. to be a fighter pilot.
0: Okay, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> well, hopefully, in the next one, he'll get you on the phone. And say, hey, be my wingman, indeed. But it is Top Gun Maverick is coming out this weekend to the theaters we're truly excited for it are you excited for top gun maverick which is expected to do a lot of money at the box office do you feel the need for speed let us know pop culture cosmos at yahoo.com
1: hey this is chad from ghost toasters and you're listening to pop culture cosmos podcast
0: be on america hey guys this is jason dutch with dig in america podcast and i'm here with big hops and i'm also here with mikey famine dig on america here
1: we explore how american history policies and sometimes even our pop culture created the social and political issues facing americans today you can check out our website digonamerica.com we're on every single audio podcast app there uh, is out there pandora spotify
0: etc subscribe
1: on youtube you can check us out on twitch twitch.tv forward slash doa podcast
0: hopefully you'll listen to the show guys Be on America. well also as well coming to the box office this weekend is a different kind of movie we had downton abbey that came out last week it's kind of hitting a different demographic Mm -hmm. older demographic that's done actually okay at the box office earned almost 20 million dollars in its first weekend run now you have another movie that's going to try and capture a different audience in bob's burgers in the bob's burgers movie which for a lot of people they've never seen it but for others they're really hardcore into it it's been a successful series for a decade now Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on Bob's Burgers and the Bob's Burgers movie? Because again, this is something that's coming out at such a weird time because of the fact that there's you know, like Top Gun Maverick is going to take a lot of the attention. But this could be something that, with a lot right amount of people, could be a very sneaky hit.
1: I'm going to be honest with you, I
0: don't particularly care.
1: I I think I might have watched two or three episodes. It it never really was my my cup of tea.
0: Um, Same here. Same here. It was
1: just not my thing. Now, what I can say is that these these films that have cult like followings, right? So Bob's burger is one that some people either really love it or they really hate it. I've heard that about it. I'm probably on the on a different scale of I just don't particularly care. I don't hate it. I don't have anything against it. It just
0: didn't capture your attention. It just
1: didn't capture my attention. It never did. Never did. So in saying that. I can see there being a, a devoted enough following very similar to a um, uh, what's the show Morty and
0: um, Rick and Morty?
1: Rick and Morty Thank you Rick and Morty. I never really got into that show either. never really got into Rick and Morty, but it is has such a it has such a following uh-huh. that the show just won't go away. it won't go away.
0: And I bet you money that at some point in time there will be a Rick and Morty movie. I'm just, Oh, absolutely! I'm, yeah,
1: I, I think it'd be asinine to think anything less. Um, so, I can see this film being a surprise hit. I can see this film being a surprise for a lot of people to actually get to know Bob's Burger and maybe even want to dive into prior episodes. It, it could be a it, it could be a nice window introduction to Bob's Burger. I wouldn't have a problem checking it out just to say I checked it out. Um, again, I but I'd also be going in with no expectations so it's going to be easier for me to sit there and quote unquote enjoy or not enjoy this film for basically just what the film is because i don't have any attachment to these characters now the hope i would imagine is that in watching this film you would become more attached to these characters and you'd want to learn more and become curious as to this franchise and its origin so while i don't know much about it going in um as we check it out i hope that I, I want to learn more coming out, if that makes
0: sense. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of South Park, bigger, yes. and longer, and uncut. Yes. Which I uh, you know I, I enjoyed the series back in the day when I when mm-hmm. I stepped into the theater and watched it, but I did not expect such a well-made movie and yeah. one of the best movie musicals I have ever seen in my entire life. And people yeah. just say, oh, they they laugh at me. Why do you that was. was it what you know first of all watch the movie
1: watch it first
0: (laughs) and put it into the context of not just the goofy silly crazy antics of the kids at south park put it into a context of you watching it as a structured movie and watching how it was made as a musical it was structured Mm -hmm. as a movie musical structured like the west side story we just yep. saw it in december from steven spielberg and all those movie musicals we saw last year annette and, and all those others that came out last year yep. watch it in that context and you'll understand how well it was done and how well it was made and i again it to me is just one of the best movie musicals i've ever seen and i came out of that theater blown away because i was expecting just the laughs just a extended episode per se exactly. of south park and i came out blown away and i you know even led to one of the songs being nominated for an oscar wasn't actually the right one, but I think the one that they want—that I think was the best one—unfortunately included a uh, curse word. So let's just, let's just yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. You so,
1: can do your own homework on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the one that was nominated was "Blame Canada." I think that was the one that was the, the one that they were talking about that they got nominated. But yeah, the, uh, the uncle one was probably the, a little bit better. But I will say that again: if you give a chance. Bob's Burgers, the Bob's Burgers movies be, might be something that you might be interested in seeing, especially if you're a fan, obviously. But as a counter-programming, are you thinking that this will actually gain traction as with an audience? Just seems like such a weird time to bring it out. Memorial Day weekend uh, opposite of Top Gun Maverick, and still people that have not caught Doctor Strange, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I think he might have more legs towards the end, like you said, because there's so many other things that people are going to want to see right now. But I think it's also great to have variety. Um, I think that if you go into these, you know, big holiday weekends, expecting a big bonanza, like the Doctor Strange, the Top Guns, Uh, when Will Smith was hot uh, pre-slap, he would go for like Independence Day, things like that. You know, those are all big popcorn action summer flicks, right? That's the start of the summer flicks. This is something a little bit different for somebody that might be looking for uh, a different flavor of film, a different flavor of entertainment this uh, this Memorial Day weekend. So, I'm actually I'm I'm okay with the tiny. Um, I don't know what it's going to do for their box office. I don't know what it was really looking to do. I don't know what the production cost was. So I don't know how much they're looking to recoup. Um, but again, as a alpha to some of these other ones, Omega, I think it's I think it's fair. I, I'm, I'm not upset with this release time. I'm not upset with this yeah. time
0: at all. Oh, no. well, I'm not upset about it. I just worry about things that people will be able to miss it or people will miss it just because of the fact that, again, there's so much going against it. And yeah. as we just talked about, there's so much coming up in June oh, yeah. in July Ooh, yeah. going forward. But then again, it will probably find a future on streaming, either Hulu or maybe, since it's owned by Disney, maybe even land itself on Disney+. Plus wait and see you never know but i know that Mm -hmm. at least hulu yeah hulu they can always go they always dump everything on hulu as far as if (laughs) if it's not good enough for disney plus or if it's too questionable for disney plus or something like that so at least i know it will go on hulu so maybe be able to people to you know maybe people will be able to go ahead and catch it there but it is bob's burgers and the bob's burgers movies if you have thoughts on maybe catching it, or maybe you're a big fan of the show, Bob's Burgers, please let us know. We'd love to hear why this series and this movie just reaches out to you, and you, hopefully you'll be able to get a chance to check it out this weekend. Let us know. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. Well, before we hit the break, my friend, I wanted to go ahead and talk about the first of the trailers that came out Man, I was not expecting all these trailers. Yeah, good the stuff. first one that we'll talk about is a second trailer for Thor Love and Thunder, which got showcased during the Eastern Conference Finals this past week. And it is Thor Love and Thunder, and you still got to see a little bit more when it comes to Thor and Lady Thor, when it comes to Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth character. Bonding a little bit, you see the, you know, even though they're exes, you see the little bit eyes, eyes giving each other the loving looks. You never we respark that romance. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth trying to joke about it, no, 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 no. But we all know the truth. We all know what's going on there. But also putting Chris Hemsworth in a very precarious position as far as in front of Zeus, played by Russell Crowe. Yeah. On um, the twentieth anniversary of Gladiator, so I just wanted to. Oh, that's you know,
1: cool! I didn't it. know that.
0: Yeah, it's about twenty years ago. This month, when we talk here in May, that that it came out, and it's funny because I've been watching back old back clips from, and I actually have the movie. I love the movie. So great yeah. to see Russell Crowe in that that movie, and it's just, it's just spawned so much as far as uh, the the career for him, and then of course you know continued really, Scott's great success, but. Getting back to Thor, Love and Thunder, yeah, he actually, as Zeus, the you know, the mortal god that he is, puts him in a precarious position per se. And it, if you see the trailer and you, you see, you
1: know the, what we're talking about. Yeah, you
0: know <laughs> what we're talking about. So it's it's Taika Waititi humor. Let's just put it right out there. So there yeah, exactly. So he's up to his old tricks again. But I think the thing you and I want to talk about as we head out on the break is the villain. which has been long talked about, which is being played by Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, who's in the comics, his family got killed and he realized that the gods could have helped and could have intervened, but uh, were either lazy or just didn't get... He's Kratos. He's Kratos. He's Kratos for all intents <laughs> and purposes on this one. He's mad at the gods and he's looking to kill as many gods as he can. And as far as... It, I'm sure he's going to start with a few gods indeed in there. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. You saw the first look with that yep. distinctive white... It's not just paint. It's just that's who he is. That's the race that he's from. Is that little, that
1: little he, Voldemorty? Yeah, little Voldemort, exactly.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's very distinctive. It's a new look to the actual MCU. I've, we've not seen any of these type of uh, this, this 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 race, this alien race before. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. This is really something very interesting, and the unique perspective that Christian Bale can give to it. I really like what I'm seeing of gore the god butcher and thor love and thunder
1: you know what i what i can appreciate about this is that technology and makeup and art has come such a long way in such a short time that i remember thinking that he looks a lot like voldemort but what i couldn't get with voldemort is i couldn't get a lot of emotion i couldn't get a lot of emote from his face because of the heavy prosthetics or whatever it is that they use you couldn't really get a lot of acting yeah. with it. With this one, I'm excited because I can see Christian Bale, right? I can see his face. I can see him. I can see the way he emotes. I can see the way he gets frustrated. I can see his sadness. I can see all the above in it. So the exciting thing about it is being able to truly enjoy Christian Bale, the actor, and Christian Bale as far as the way he portrays characters on screen. Um, He's a very, 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 very—I don't want to say he's not a method actor, but he gets— pretty close. He gets about as close to method acting as you can get without Well, Remember, he lost all that weight as, as a fighter. Exactly. The yeah. Machinist. And, uh, he, yeah, absolutely. So, was it The Machinist?
0: I believe it was The Machinist. Yeah. It was The Machinist, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, absolutely. I get it. Um. So, I think that's what's most exciting for me. Obviously, seeing Chris Hemsworth return to the Thor role is awesome as the first uh, original Avenger to get a fourth film. I think that's incredible. Seeing Natalie Portman come back as Lady Thor is also incredible so i'm looking forward to pretty much everything about this franchise i'm looking forward to everything about this
0: what is everybody's thoughts out there on Thor: love and thunder the latest trailer dropped with gore the god butcher please let us know pop culture cosmos
1: thanks for checking out the pcc you know the pop culture cosmos we'll be back in one moment
0: and if you're ready to talk toys, I haven't stopped talking toys. Let's get to it.
1: It's the Jay and Rob Toy Show, and we're back for season two for 10 more episodes of Toy and Goodness. And this time we talk Marvel figures, we talk DC figures, holy grails, playsets, what if scenarios, and so much more. But we're not alone. We've brought a few friends with us this time. All
0: that, and of course, our action figure spotlight. So check out the Jay and Rob Toy Show season two exclusively on Jinx Esports TV Canada. Well, there's so much more to talk about on the back half of the show, my friend. The Grey Man. That dropped just before we went on air. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) I'm excited for it because, you know, with all the problems that Netflix has had this year, Mm-hmm. and all the numbers <laughs> that they talked about, the subscribers that they're losing, the fact that the streaming marketplace, everybody's second guessing themselves on streaming mm. and all that, You's, you see all the reports, you see the articles, you see the gloom and doom that everybody seems to have now for the streaming industry. I think it's still very much alive and I still think it's very much prospering. Yeah. Look at, look at the other HBO Max, Disney Plus, look at the other ones, they're doing such a great job. Amazon Prime, they're doing yep. a great job. And not only that, you also have Apple Plus and so many others that are doing great numbers despite what Netflix is doing. Netflix, don't give up hope on them just yet because they're putting out Stranger Things. They just put out Love, Death, and Robots Season 3. They've got so much coming up on the way. We talked about Cobra Kai, but the big thing that they spent a lot of money on this year, And we're talking about $200 million that they reportedly have spent on this movie is The Gray Man. And that's going to be coming to theaters, I believe, in July, if I'm not mistaken. July 15th is going to come out on a one-week run and then hit July 22 in theaters. So I ask you, my friend, this movie stars two big-name actors, not one, but two, in Ryan Gosling as the hero and Chris Evans as the villain i think the fact that he played captain america all these years he's just (laughs) going to take on villain roles like he did with knives out out, yes and now we're seeing a different look from him in the gray man with this caterpillar stash that he's got going on there (laughs) i I know that's part of the joke in fact they actually mention it in the trailer as well so i want to hear your thoughts on the gray man this obviously deals with a lot of spy things as far as as far as one per one individual versus another but it does deal a lot with again the spy game international it has an international feel and the big thing about it is that it's being directed by the russo brothers who everybody knows from all the mcu movies so i want to hear your thoughts on this it's got a loaded cast it looks like netflix it looks like netflix is going all out on the movie your thoughts on the gray man
1: uh, well, first, let's start off with this star-studded cast. As you've already mentioned, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, obviously the two big names, if you will. Then you have don't forget uh, his
0: mustache
1: and his mustache. So he actually has he actually put it in the contract. I remember reading that his mustache get third building. So Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, and Chris Evans' mustache are all starring in this film, along with Regime Page uh, from Netflix' fame, The uh, Bridgertons. Uh, he's yep. in it. Jessica Henwick from uh, uh, Iron Fist. Uh, She's in it as well. Alfred Woodard is in it. Um, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. Billy Bob Thornton is in this film. Jimmy Jean Lewis is in this film. I mean, there is a pretty stellar, I mean, this is a pretty top-notch cast, especially, and you you know, you, I think you want to get away from saying, especially for a Netflix film, because Netflix is trying to be very, very legitimate, which is why they're going to have the week release uh, in theaters. Um, But especially for a Netflix film, this is a really, really star-studded cast. So I'm already, I already have expectations based on this cast, right? So then you go look at this first trailer and the trailer just looks incredible. First of all, we also know who the Russos are and they didn't just do Infinity War. They didn't just do Endgame. We are talking about Winter Soldier. We're talking about Civil War. They did some of the grittier stuff too. So they obviously have a very intimate working knowledge on um, Chris Evans. And they also have a very intimate working knowledge on, uh, a good film, uh, a good spy kind of thriller film in the Winter Soldier. I think they're just they're just phenomenal directors. The Russo brothers really know what they're doing and the trailer did nothing short of make me, is, is put this on the map as far as I'm concerned. While obviously I had heard of the Gray Man, I, I wasn't particularly like, okay, it's gonna be the Gray Man, it's gonna have Chris Evans, it's gonna be the Russo brothers. I'll check it out when I check it out. But this trailer, put it on my radar. This trailer said, hey, you're not going to just check me out. You're going to anticipate checking me out. You are going to want to check me out. Ladies and gentlemen, after watching this trailer, I am all in. I'm all in on Caterpillar Mustache Evans. I'm all in on Ryan Gosling doing Ryan Gosling things because he's always the same character in almost every film. And I'm completely on board with it for this particular one. I don't know why, but I'm on board. Um, it looks phenomenal. It looks gritty. Um very fast-paced action-orientated so you think of uh the movies that we were just talking about for like summer releases right we were talking about top gun maverick and then how we also switched gears with bob's burger this is definitely the top gun mavericks type film it is definitely bombastic action-orientated i am looking forward to this film uh for just a multitude of reasons uh but me just wanting to have more Chris Evans in my life is is pretty much what it boils down. So I've missed him ever since uh, Endgame. I'm pining for a way for them to bring him back. Obviously, the multiverse maybe we'll find a way to do it. Um, I'm sure he's hesitant to do it again, but I'm I'm hoping that somebody can convince him. I'll give him a call later on and see if he okay. actually takes it this time. But I was gonna uh, ask you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, he he seems to not want to take my calls. Um, I also I got a letter from somebody saying to stop calling him but uh, I haven't really read it thoroughly yet so anyways point is I, <laughs> anything I can do to get more Chris Evans in my life is going to be a good thing I'm a huge fan and uh this looks like it's really good and like you said it's a departure from uh his very stoic Captain Steve Rogers uh persona and we get to see him be a little bit more fun so I'm really looking forward to that really looking forward to that very knives outy
0: well, you know what? You're going to get your dose—a double dose of Chris Evans—because in June you've got Lightyear.
1: That age. doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Why? Doesn't, doesn't count. Why does that, it? It does? Because it's not—it's not Chris Evans. It's Buzz. That's—that's that's different. It doesn't count. It doesn't count.
0: It no. does. No,
1: no, I refuse.
0: All I refuse. right. All First right, of all, all right.
1: it's a prequel that we didn't even ask for. I'm not going to get started on. I'm not even going to get started on Lightyear. We didn't ask for that prequel. We don't need a prequel. To
0: it looks story. good, man. It's...
1: It's Toy Story. It's Toy Story. I'm okay with Toy Story, but I did not need a prequel to Buzz Light to for Buzz Light. I don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. And this doesn't count. I like you can have it. anybody, you can have anybody play that role. It didn't have to be Chris Evans. It didn't have to be Chris. Uh, to me it looks
0: good <laughs> and I'm excited for well, it.
1: Well good. I'm glad you I'm glad somebody's All excited right. for it. I was okay. not I said, What are they doing? Why? Why are they doing this? All right. Well, you might be surprised <laughs> it comes to light here, but it I is might.
0: The Gray Man, and this is something I think you're going to see Netflix do a little bit more often where Mm -hmm. they debut a movie in theaters if they really think it's going to do well as something that will go ahead and buoy them into also, hey, check it out in the theaters in the first week or the first couple weeks, and then go ahead and check it out again on netflix a couple weeks later so i think that's something that they're going to lean into a little bit more because they're searching for new ways of earning revenue mm-hmm. so i think that that's going to be something that they're going to be doing a little bit more often and with this movie costing so much money yeah. i think that they have no choice but to do that and i think that's a good idea for them to do it too agreed but what are your thoughts out there on the gray man please let us know Popculturecosmos at yahoo.com another trailer that dropped and the one that started this whole week off was in you know, with rory top gun maverick coming out <laughs> you can get enough of tom cruise You here's more tom cruise coming at you because very surprising for a very very interesting movie and a really good look which again with this series whether or not you like the series or you don't like the series You gotta admit, they drop really good trailers. You can always get two or three minutes of good footage from it. And that is Mission Impossible 7, aka Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That trailer dropped this week with Tom Cruise running all over the place and and obviously doing some crazy stunts, including a real interesting motorbike stunt that just blew me away at the very Mm -hmm. end there. And then, uh, because that's him. that's him he he does his stunts so it's insane to see what he puts himself through even at his age but doing all the things that he does including (laughs) running because this man cannot stop running but the thing that surprised me most is at the very end of it and if you, you have to watch the paramount youtube channel the paramount version of it because not all the versions that were put out there have the ending date correct it just says 2023 It's actually right now scheduled for a July 2023 release date. So I ask you, this trailer drops 13 months in advance of the film. That's kind of weird, isn't it?
1: It's definitely a, how do I put this? It's definitely a unique circumstance. I don't really see the. Well, this necessity. reminds me of the way they
0: used to do things. This reminds me of the way that back in the '90s and the '80s, you would see something like coming, like okay, coming next year. This is what's going to
1: come. Right, and I'd be okay with that under different circumstances. But the fact that this movie has been in gestation for so long, obviously yeah. with COVID putting pretty much a complete standstill to life in general, you would have. Thought that we'd be getting this film a little bit sooner than what we're going to see it. We're still over a year away from this film, and for them to be advertising it a year out from now is it just it just doesn't do it for me because we know this movie's been in in, in production for so long. So yeah. I would have rather them have waited until if they weren't going to release till July, which is fine. I would have rather them release this trailer like in January. Or maybe even uh, the Christmas movie, season. maybe even Christmas season, you know, maybe just that that fourth quarter. I would have rather them see them do that because truth be told, I've seen this trailer and this trailer is incredible. This trailer is phenomenal. This really just makes me want Tom Cruise in the MCU as a uh, different Iron Man even more, um, yeah. even even more, even more. But, yes, uh, it, it's, it's it's unique. Obviously, like you mentioned, July 14, 2023 is a uh, scheduled release date as it stands right now. i like to think that hopefully they'll move that up, maybe they'll decide to bump that up a few months. I don't know that to be certain. They typically don't do that with big box office films. Uh, they'll do it with some of the smaller films, but they don't very often do it with the bigger films. Once they have a release date, they usually go back and not forward. So I'd expect the July 14th to be pretty pretty set in stone. But I just don't agree with him putting this out 13 months in advance. It just seems it just seems a bit excessive.
0: Well, it's something where in today's age, with there's so much media being thrown at us on mm-hmm. a given basis, and entertainment being thrown at us, streaming, movies, broadcast television, cable television. Exactly. And then have got music, everything being thrown at us so much. This will get swept under the rug. And you've got to remind us with another trailer six months from now, exactly that is still coming out. Which, again, if we have this conversation six months, is like, why did they showcase the first one in the first place then? Because right. we have, as a society right now, because of the advent of social media, the smartphones, the whole nine yards, we have so much of a short attention span. And it's not an insult, it's just the way it is. But yeah. we're already quickly moving on to the next thing and the next thing. And the next thing, like this weekend's Top Gun Maverick, guess what we're doing next after that, after the weekend's over? We're already looking towards Jurassic World. Guess what we're doing next? We're looking at TJ's favorite movie, Lightyear. Guess what we're doing after that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you see what I'm saying as far as the next big movie, the next big movie, or the next big series, or the next big series. That's what we're going to be talking about here next with a couple big series. But, yeah, it just seems to me that this is so ill-timed. Even though it is such an incredible trailer, and I know yeah. a lot of people are catching it, I understand his. It, to me, it almost takes away a little bit from Top Gun: Maverick just because of the fact that it came out right this week.
1: All right. Absolutely. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I, I'm I'm hoping that I'm wrong. I'm hoping that they decide to move it up, but I just I don't have any uh, I don't have any good feelings about that. I don't think it's going to happen. So July. Yep, we'll be South talking July. about this for the next you know, few months, trying to continue the hype, because that's what you're going to have to do. you got to try to keep the hype train going. So hopefully we'll see a couple... What I'm anticipating is a lot of trailers. I'm probably thinking there's going to be about four different trailers and with one final like, sizzle reel. But I'm anticipating probably about four trailers.
0: Well, I am excited for it, but 13 yep. months from now, will I, I be still excited?
1: Will I be, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's the problem, but we'll wait and see (laughs) yeah keyword is wait and see see. (laughs) but it is mission impossible dead reckoning part one the trailer just dropped and it's available right now on the pop culture cosmos facebook page so if you want to go ahead and check out that the gray man thor love and thunder let us know your thoughts on each pop culture cosmos edya.com Or follow Retro City Games on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest deals and new items. Without a doubt, there's no better place to go for your gaming needs than your friends at Retro City Games. My friend, it's been a great episode, but before we head on out, on this very... Jam, jam pack, baby. We can. <laughs> I mean, I can't even talk to you about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. I can't even talk to you about the end of Halo. I can't yep. talk to you about the you know, all this other so stuff. much, so and much. Because to end things off, we've got to go ahead and hit the streaming market because Stranger Things is back yes it is and a lot of people are talking about it if you're into the board game or you just bought the board game you know a lot of secrets from it already before (laughs) it it even came out which the creators are not exactly thrilled with but stranger things season four part one because netflix is trying to go ahead and grease this for all it's worth by going ahead and and breaking it off into two different parts yeah game of thronesy Yep, yep. So the next batch, I think, is coming in July. But the first couple, uh, was it four episodes, I think, or something Mm -hmm. like that? That's coming out. They dropped as far as on this weekend. So I want to hear your thoughts on Stranger Things Season 4. It is something, again, I want to go ahead and make sure and clarify there is a Season 5. That is going to be on the way. I know a lot of people were talking about. It. I know we were talking about. It. It's like, mm. oh yeah, is there a season five? Yes, I know they were planning only four, but Netflix kind of convinced them to go into a season five. But your thoughts on Stranger Things season four? This is something that's going to be leaving some people out there. I think really excited for the second part. Obviously, it's a almost like a teaser and a setup for the, right. the actual July episodes, but. Your thoughts getting back into Stranger Things and can it recapture the excitement and the thrill as what was once Netflix's most dominant original television show?
1: I don't know if you can ever recapture lightning in a bottle like that. I think right. that what it did, it, it really, Stranger Things really kind of put Netflix on the map of streaming service. Not that Netflix wasn't already there. I don't want to make it seem like Netflix was all completely dependent upon Stranger Things. But let's be really clear, it definitely helped make Netflix a much more household name for streaming entertainment. Remember, way back in the early 2000s, Netflix was a disc rental service. Um, Believe it or not, kids, you actually used to get DVDs from Netflix. Now, obviously, things have progressed and they've changed over to a much more streaming-based service. Uh, I think you actually can still rent a DVD from Netflix, if I'm not mistaken, but it's not the point. The point is, Stranger Things, was a a huge, huge flagship show for for this uh, for this subscription service, and I don't see why season four or season five or season four point one and season four point two, however you want to look at it, I don't see how any of those are going to be any different. I just don't know if you can really reinvent the wheel, if you so if, so to speak. I don't know if you can capture lightning in a bottle twice. It doesn't change the fact that you're going to have people that are coming to this in droves. It doesn't change the fact that you're going to have people that want to see exactly what happens. I mean, the first those first sets of episodes drop May 27th, 2022. So we're, we're almost there. You're almost there. And then the second volume, I believe drops uh, July 1st. I want to say the second volume yep. drops July 1st. Uh, so it's not going to have long to wait for the next part. Personally, I would just wait until July. So I have it all at one time. I don't want to, I don't want to have to uh, to to have that breakup. That was the, the hardest Stop part about. Start. Yeah, that was the hardest part about like Game of Thrones, where you would go through this, you know, especially that six to seventh season, you go through a year and a half, almost two years of nothing to finally get the next season, which it's another conversation for another day because I'm still mad about that. I'm excited to see uh, what Stranger Things season four brings. You've grown to love these characters. You've grown to become very attached to this world. I know I do. I, I tend to get very attached to these characters and these worlds, and I want to know even more, and I want to dive into it as much as possible. So a lot of people are going to question if it's if it's lost some of its soul, and I think it's right. I think it's once uh, shows have gone on X amount of time, and they have to start, not to necessarily reinvent themselves, but find ways to stay fresh, you're going to have your your detractors and your naysayers who say, well, is this the same show? And I don't think it can be. If, 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 and if, if art often imitates life, we can't stay in the same spot. As much as we enjoy nostalgia, right, we can't stay there. It's a nice place to visit, but you can't stay in the past. These shows have to evolve and they have to change and they have to grow along with this core audience. So for people that are thinking that the magic is gone or that it's not going to be the same show, I don't expect it to be the same show. I expect it to evolve and move forward. And I expect us as an audience to recognize that and evolve and move forward as well. You, you can't keep expecting the same thing every time. It's just not going to work.
0: But going into this weekend, the talk will be much of about Stranger Things, but in this crowded weekend, we're not sure how many people are going to watch it, how many people are going to be talking about it, and how many people are going to be actually going ahead and supporting this series at this point. But we'll see in the weeks coming up, because not only will we be able to watch the first few episodes now, but the second part in July. We'll see if that really connects with an audience. So please, let us know your thoughts if you're returning to the world of Stranger mm. Things as Season 4, Part 1, drops <laughs> this weekend. Please let us know. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com Well, my friend, it's, again, been a, just a tremendous episode. The heavyweights were out, my friend. Yes, the they heavyweights. Were. Yep, oh, we've yeah. got Top Gun, we've got Thor, Love, and Thunder, Mission Impossible, The Gray Man, and then we talked oh, about Stranger good Things. good stuff. But wait, there's one last heavyweight that's still out there that we need to talk about.
1: The heavyweight of heavyweights right here, baby. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. Because right,
0: yeah, this weekend in Anaheim, home of Mickey Mouse and Disneyland, the Star Wars celebration is happening this weekend. Why aren't we there i don't know i think we should be getting our robes on you know, to, you know, <laughs> just right there lightsabers and all that just, yeah there you go performing on stage you and i hey, you
1: know, don't tell right me there. man i got yes, a lightsaber so, in the back
0: <laughs> there you go as do i my friend actually I, go. I got two but my daughters would be angry because i'd be taking it from them But I want to say this, that (laughs) it is Star Wars Kenobi that's dropping. It actually got delayed a couple days to coincide with Star Wars Celebration. Mm -hmm. I think actually it was kind of, because it was actually going to fall on an anniversary date for the Star Wars universe. But they decided to push it back a couple days to go ahead and coincide with Star Wars Celebration. The first two episodes dropped this weekend of Star Wars Kenobi. I'm excited for it because it brings us back into a part of the universe that has been much maligned except for that character yes the prequels have been much maligned for so many different reasons but it brings back the only character that i think really could be gone ahead and and delved into the fact is not only is ian mcgregor coming back as the title character which everybody knows and loves but Hayden Christensen, who has now found love again amongst the Star Wars fans after
1: That's so right. much
0: hate right. and divisiveness over That's the course right. of decades, has now found that people love him now. I guess I guess it's the old adage about time. Yes. Know, time heals all, heals wounds. all wounds. Yeah, yes, with Hayden does. Christensen, I guess it has because everybody's excited to see him play Darth Vader coming back into the series. And i want to hear your thoughts we see a young luke skywalker we see him developing it's very surprising to see the amount of participation yes involved yeah, in this it's pretty cool so, so i want to hear your thoughts on star wars kenobi before we head on out
1: oh man i I'm, this is this is probably what i was waiting for the most in this episode just the excitement around diving back into the star wars universe i am such a a fan of this established world uh, that started way back in the seventies, right? Uh, the, when 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 did the New Hope come out? Was that the seventies or was that the eighties? That it was seventies. 70s. 70s. Seventies, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. So this 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 world that was established back in the seventies, and we're still talking about it in two thousand twenty-two now, is just it shows the legs. It shows the longevity this this world has, and it shows the true love for this world that there is. Listen, I was definitely one of the detractors of the the prequel series. I thought that the they were just show and just way too much too many lightsabers too many everybody it is it was it seemed like it was too much right and but the saving grace really was ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi and i'm really looking forward to diving back into this world especially because once you're 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 done and the dust has settled and the smoke has cleared after such a big event right after the event of the star wars films the prequel films and you finally get a chance to look back on them with Appreciation versus this wanted to pick it apart. Because obviously, as, as a reviewer, you want to look at it and, and talk about all the things you like versus all the things you didn't like. And as you mentioned, Time Hills all. So now we have an opportunity to go back and look at those prequels and appreciate them for what they were, and then appreciate the heart and soul that these actors, Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, brought to these characters, even if you did not like the character. It doesn't negate the fact that they brought as much heart and soul to that particular project as they possibly could. You know, you can say that the writing was bad, you can say that the directing was bad, but what we can't say and what we have to make sure that we as an audience stop doing is associating the character that is being directed versus what they're bringing to that character uh, as an actor or actress. I think what Hayden Christensen was able to do with what he had was remarkable. I've seen Hayden Christensen in other films and thought he was a pretty solid actor. I don't say he was an Oscar-worthy actor, but he was a pretty solid actor, and and he had very very believable roles. So I truly believe that the way that we looked at him as Anakin prior to was really more the way we looked at George Lucas's writing—kind of wooden, kind of cheesy. It, it was just his style. So we now have the opportunity to go back and truly appreciate. Hayden Christensen. We have an opportunity to go back and truly appreciate Ewan McGregor and just dive back into this world. I'm so excited to see Obi-Wan and a different take his perspective on the things that happened leading up to A New Hope. Because obviously this is after episode three, but before episode four. So we're we're in that gray period, kind of where the Star Wars Rebel series was at. And really looking forward to just seeing returning characters. I wonder if we're gonna see. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Okay. I don't want to say it.
0: I wonder if we're going to see Darth Maul. You think we'll see him? I thought there was talk that we could be seeing Darth Maul. I know we saw him in Solo. So Mm -hmm. I know that that was the case. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. if anybody saw Solo, but I know that uh, (laughs) it is Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi. Again, it's so surprising to see Hayden Christensen come back to this. Joel Edgerton, he's coming back to to play Uncle Ben. You've got Camille Nanjani. You've got. Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., yep. who, if you're not familiar with his work, you should see some of his work out there because it's really it's good. Pretty good. You got Sung Kang from the Fast movies, who lives and dies again and, lives again. <laughs> and so, lives again. Yeah, exactly. With that messed up timeline, but he's in this. Great cast. Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am just looking so forward to it. Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be a big hit, I think, for Disney+. I think that Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi will fit the bill for a lot of people going forward.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Well, are you going to catch this weekend, the first two episodes of Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi? We'd love to hear your thoughts. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. Well, my friend, we got through what I think is one (laughs) of the most stacked episodes we've ever had. Yep coming up next week it's pop culture cosmos 300 with Josh yeah. and I we're talking a lot of video games i know 300 i'm telling wow. you 300 just amazing the the years have flown by in pop culture but how
1: about that
0: my friend any last thoughts before we head on out
1: i want to say that that's, that's a true testament to you and what you have here at the pop culture cosmos 300 is an incredible feat i mean to imagine starting something and being 300 episodes in. That's incredible, man. So shout out to you, to Josh, for everything that you guys have been doing here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. And I'm grateful to have been a part of the little bit that I have been and looking forward to being able to do much more. What I like to do now is I like to find little hidden gems on YouTube. YouTube has a, a movie section. And people didn't realize this now because I didn't really know until very recently. And YouTube has free movies that they have. Just You just yeah. play it on YouTube. So just the other night, my wife and I found Train to Busan. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Train to Busan, but it is an incredible Korean film on the zombie apocalypse and being stuck on a bullet train. Incredible film. So for Pop Culture Cosmos, if you guys don't know, go to YouTube, search Train to Busan, and thank me later.
0: It is Train to Busan. You can go ahead and catch it today on YouTube. Again, check out a lot of the movies there. There is ads. Yeah, these if it's a free movie from them, but go ahead. They've got a nice array of '80s, '90s, and 2000s movies right there yes. on YouTube. But absolutely, my friend, 300 coming up next week. So funny. I'm hoping we have a better end than what happened in 300, the movie. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but I truly appreciate you being part of the show today. It is T.J. Johnson. I'm hoping he'll come back many more times. the major part of what we do here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. And again, we truly appreciate everyone who has watched and who has listened to us all these years with us right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. So for TJ Johnson, this is Gerald Glassman. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the PCC Multiverse. We thank you for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself a great, Dang.